sort of stuff. I'm worse than you. You actually have some knowledge. I have zero. Well, I only have knowledge of it because I've been fooling around with it. And now I'm, I'm super disappointed because I thought it'd be fun to have a live stream going on. Yeah. And It would be. Why do you have to go through so many steps to get it going? Because that's all the things you need to set up in order to get it going. That's a lot. <clears throat> it is a lot. People have producers. Well, that is why people have producers. And I produce this show, and it's it's a pain in the butt. So you're the talent, apparently. Uh-huh. I am, I am Just the producer. I'm, the so pro- I'm expendable. I'm the producer. And uh, and I don't know how to produce. I can I can edit. I, actually, we don't edit this show. Rarely nope. do we ever. We only do it if there's like a pee break in the middle. It's too long. Pee break. Uh, but uh, oh, uh, welcome everybody to beer, oh. <laughs> bourbon, and balderdash. Balderdash. <laughs> Almost in a minute. We are complaining right now because I tried to do the whole live thing, which kind of worked last week uh, yep. because John was here live. So mm-hmm. I think I think the thing in the middle might be. The clean feed? I don't know. I, I can't. Like, there's a, a process here. Like, if, if any of our listeners know how to help me use <laughs> AzuraCast with Butt in order to live stream, uh, I would I would really appreciate your help. I know Sir Spencer's helped me once. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll get a hold of him again and we can walk through it. To me, like right now, the the tightness in my chest. Of <laughs> not knowing how to fix this because I I am not inclined in this way at all pisses me off so much. And well, you know I, what they say, Wes. I feel so frustrated at the moment. You know what they say, right? What do they say, Johnny? It's better to be pissed off than pissed on. That's true, though. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You ever been pissed on? Is that your thing? I don't want to talk about it. Some people like that. Yeah, they do. I don't understand it necessarily. I've I've never been like intentionally pissed on. I've been accidentally pissed on, like you know, sleeping next to he who shall not be named. (laughs) Peed on you? Uh, Yeah. Well, (laughs) actually, we're we're camping and we're sharing an air mattress, and Nigel, he was much smaller than me, so I was the low spot, and so all of his. Liquid. Oh, that's not nice. Found found me. It's not nice to <laughs> say that he's smaller than you. Some people just have small peepees. That's all. That's not. Well, it, yes, that's true. It, it, that his peepee is smaller than mine, but he was also like nine years old. Oh, that's that. That's ooh. Uh, yeah. Yes, anyways, I was sharing an air mattress with a nine-year-old. <laughs> Who happened to be you. my son? Thank you very much. <laughs> You people are gross. Oh, so I'm going to keep <laughs> trying to work on that and figure it out. That is my number one goal. Um, I, I just, you know, uh, we just don't get the donations in order to to fund this, all the things that I'm going to have to pay for if I want to keep this. Yeah. If I want another company it, to produce this. Now, I've asked our podcast hosting company called Castos, and they've been really good. Uh, their prices are very reasonable annually, and they help publish this podcast. So they hook up to my WordPress website, and from that, they they basically blow it out to all the podcast apps so that you can listen to us on your favorite podcast app. Hopefully, that's Fountain.fm or Podverse, but it's probably some Spotify BS or Apple Podcast BS. But, um, and then... Um, they show me analytics and stuff. So they got a lot of cool stuff 
yeah. seem a lot better Pretty than sweet. some of the other ones. But I keep asking them, like, hey, when will you guys ever do live stream options, you know, as part of your package? And they're like, yeah, that's not kind of in our scope right now. And I don't, they're doing all kinds of AI integration stuff and whatnot, which transcripts. I, I don't really want transcripts of this show necessarily. I don't <laughs> think it's like a show that needs a transcript. Well, you know, as soon as this gets published, it ends up in the National Archive. Yeah. Well, well that's cool. Yeah. It'll be on yeah, the so, Internet Archive. That's right. Yeah. So all your hot takes will be there for someone to sue you. Sorry. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. My hot takes. Your hot cakes. No, I do have hot cakes. You do have hot cakes. You got those uh, fun, nice you got fun buns. So what are we drinking tonight, John? Tonight, due to um, decisions made previously. Yes. <laughs> of course, we're made previously. That's a stupid thing to say. Let me start over. Tonight, we're having a beer. Uh, Wes told me. And action. Uh, action. Go. Uh, <laughs> Um, I like to go to the beer store, which is just a grocery store across the street from my office. Mm -hmm. And whenever like boxes get broken, or I think based on this one, when beers are getting close to expiring, um, they break them up and sell them individually. You can buy like a mixed six pack. Yeah. People are probably familiar with this process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one actually says May, 2023 on the bottom. And I don't see, I don't think beer puts a best by date on it. I think that I mean, I guess that would be really early if that's a manufacturing date. So maybe that is Best Buy. So right at the end, what's in. But because Wes wanted to talk about drinking traditions today, I thought this would be a good one. This is Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. Citrusy and hazy. So I don't know what makes it a holiday ale. I hope it doesn't have nutmeg in it. That might make me cry. Holidays are full of friends, family, festivities, and last-minute gifts and food mishaps. Whatever happens, this flavorful ale is your trusty plus one. Uh, smooth thing, smoothing things over with orange peel and holiday spices. Oh fuck! I didn't read the can before I got it, but anyway. Yeah, why do they do let's that? Let's give it a go. Why do they do that? The the spices? Yeah, why do they always constantly have to put I don't, uh, the spice I don't know. in it? I don't mind when they spice it if it's like really subtle, but like I don't want something that tastes oh, like drinking a This is why I don't drink pie. holiday beers. Is yeah, is I just, just thought it was going to be a white ale. Well, maybe, it says maybe hit citrusy and hazy on it. So I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, I mean the spices could be like coriander, which actually would track really well in a hazy beer. Yeah, with orange like like uh, coriander is used a lot in Belgian uh, wit beers. So it's a it's a complimentary flavor to the to the, the white ales so maybe maybe this will be good it could be terrible 5.8 percent. thanks sam adams for this winter beer we're having in may it is 80 degrees outside it's almost 80 degrees here it'll be 80 degrees this weekend yeah it's supposed to get real hot there uh, okay and we're yeah we're drinking a, a christmas brew in may so that's cool nope holidays holiday it's a holiday beer i'm sorry we're not holiday. allowed to say christmas anymore well, I refuse to say to, to say follow Christmas, that stupid care. rule. That is a stupid rule. I'm going to tell you what you can say now. I mean, it right. doesn't it doesn't smell like spices. It does have a citrusy Ew. smell. I, I poured out in a glass and it has some chunks in it. Oh, yours is chunky. Yeah. No. Well, sometimes with these hazy beers, there's like the protein. The the haze is created by protein. 
And uh, if there's enough protein left in it, it'll um, congeal together and drop out to the bottom. It's oh. called flocculation. Flock you. Yeah. So in part of the brewing process, here's your brewing um, knowledge bit for the day. Um, the more you know. Oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes things are added to beer to get it to flocculate, mm-hmm. which, get, which means it just means it's kind of like rain clouds in a way. It just means to get like the proteins to clump together so they get heavy and drop to the bottom. And that's the traditional way of clarifying a beer. All right. So um, there are some vegans who will not drink beer unless they know for sure that uh, one of the common ingredients they use to do this is fish bladders. And uh, I don't know why it works, but it does. And so there's a lot of vegans that won't drink beer because it uses fish bladders in it and it's no longer vegan. I mean, More are you me. drinking fish bladders or is just used? Well, I mean, it was like an animal part was used in the making of it. Okay. I don't know. I think that's a line that's like, well, we're not, we're not farming fish for fish bladders. It's a waste product. Yeah. Like leather. Yeah. It's a waste product. It's a waste like, product. No, we're not killing cows for their skin. Yeah. We just happen to be using their skin for nice hats. Bags. <laughs> Bags. Bags. All right. Citrus on the nose, pretty good. Yeah. Does have a bit of a spice. It does have a, a wintry aroma. Bro. That is not top notch. Bro, that's um it's really perfumey. Like if you like if you kissed yeah. your grandma and you right where she put the perfume on. Ew. Why are you kissing your grandma on her neck? That's weird. What kind of family do you grandma, live in? Grandma likes it there. Grandma likes being necked. <laughs> That's what they do. I know what you mean, though. She said it's just it's like, like how Grandpa did it. Why'd you... Ugh, stop it. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Ooh. Ah, there's a weird aftertaste, too. So so it's like... So, it's, to me, it's like fragranty when you taste it, and then mm-hmm. it turns into nothing, and then there's and an then odd bitter. aftertaste. Yeah, yeah it just is like bitter. With no flavor. Not a huge bitterness, but like that hot bitterness that lingers. So this is like, it's like they tried to combine um, a wit beer or a Belgian white yep. with an IPA. That's exactly what I was thinking too. And uh, they did not <laughs> nail it. And then added a few other things just probably because they realized it wasn't that good. Mother trucker. I don't know. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, that is. Uh, not a winner. I mean, I can see how some people would really like this, uh, but I don't. Do you think? Companies like this make these types of beers just because it's like, well, shit, we got to have something for the holiday. So why mm-hmm. don't we, isn't that how pumpkin beer came up to be a thing? It was like, it's Halloween and pumpkins and let's make pumpkin yeah. beer. And someone was I mean, experimenting and then some drunk guy was like, that sounds good. And then everyone was like, yay, and we'll, we'll so, make more. So I feel that like, so pumpkin's been used in, in brewing for a really long time. That's not new. Um, the new thing I think, I mean, maybe it's not new, but what I think is proliferated is all the spices. Like mm-hmm. when you say pumpkin, people don't think like pumpkin puree. They think nutmeg and cinnamon and like pumpkin pie spices. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, but squashes are used in, in beers pretty commonly. And I, and one that doesn't have all those other spices in it aren't bad. It's that pumpkin spice, like this, the spices that they added to this that I think makes it worse. But then it's like limited edition, so people will buy it, especially like hardcore fans of specific breweries. They're like, oh, it's a holiday ale. I'll buy the holiday ale. 
it doesn't have to be that good because it's not going to stick around. Yeah. Like if this was your flagship beer, your brewery would go out of business. <laughs> like last <laughs> there's week. No way. Last week it was yeah. gone. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Um, well, let's see if we can redeem I bet this with pe- some bourbon. I I bet there's people who really like it though. Um, like yeah. there's a beer that McMenamins make. Makes. I, I don't want to know them. I, Which I what? I, if there's people out there that like, I don't want to know them. I don't want to know them. Oh, they like this beer? Yeah. Hey, bro, oh. you want a holiday Ooh. white ale? But you got anything like else? Soap. Why would I need anything else? That guy. Yeah. I don't, don't want to know him. <laughs> you definitely got the accent wrong. That's like a West Coast oh, like yeah. San Diego guy. Yeah. You're like, hey, uh, well, I don't think I could do it. Come on. You want to drink a beer? There you no, go. I can't do it. No, you did it. Go on. Go keep going. <laughs> keep going. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll butcher uh, it and then I'll get beat up. Uh, Actually, nobody over here listens, so it's probably hey, okay. Hey, bro. Uh, no, that's not good either. That's, nope, that nope, almost, that's uh, that almost racist. too close to your wife's culture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. You want, that's something else. Hey, that's you awesome. want to drink a beer over here or what? There you go. That's That was a little better. I put some I put some spices in it and it tastes just like grandma's neck. Yeah, grandma's you kiss your grandma on the neck here. You I kiss try my this. grandma this on the neck good. all the time. What you gonna say about it? That's you wanna right. take this outside? I leave a nice wet mark every time I leave my grandma's. Go down to Providence and talk to the grandma. There you go. Oh, there you go. I don't yeah. kiss her on the lips because uh she's always uh, smelling like the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty gross. Pretty gross. Pretty well, cool. Uh, like I said, let's redeem this with some uh, whiskey, some bourbon. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's start with the loggerhead. Loggerhead. Now, speaking of my magical Mexican, uh, <laughs> she <laughs> is so awesome. So this, so we went to St. Augustine. This was her bucket list she, trip. She is awesome. She's awesome. And she really wanted to go here. She did all the research or quite a bit of research. And she said, oh, I just want to go there. And, uh, and I was like, okay. And she's like, you know, don't you want to go? And I was like, I'll go wherever you are. That's that's kind of my rule. Yep. Uh, and and I always have a good time. But she knew, uh, and it's funny because I didn't ask until we actually like are halfway there on the plane. Uh, she knew that I'd probably want to visit distilleries in Florida. Of course, she did. and she already had some marked out because that's how that's how sweet she is. And, mm-hmm. and I looked at her and I went, I think a movie ended on the plane or something. I looked at her and I was like, hey, do you know there's any distilleries around there? And she just smiled at me. She goes, I already got some marked out. Uh, <laughs> so when we landed, we ate at a, a great little restaurant um, just outside Orlando by this place that we were going to stay, uh, which was like a farm. So we were like an Airbnb at this farm. Um, real cool place. They got horses, donkeys and all that stuff. And she said, well, while we're having dinner, right after dinner, she goes, uh, there's a distillery right around the corner. You want to go check it out? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. What a woman. <clears throat> and that is Loggerhead Distillery. And we tried all their things. Uh, the one thing that I, I actually liked of theirs the most was their single malt, um, but they only had it in like the um, like the big bottle. And I, just, I, I wanted one of the little travel bottles because – I have so many bottles of whiskey that mm-hmm. I just, I didn't feel like I needed another one. Uh, so uh, I did that and uh, we're going to try it right now. This is the bourbon. I really like their bourbon. They had gins, they had moonshine, their moonshines were good. Um, they had uh, iced tea liqueurs. Um, 
all sorts of stuff. They did the slushy machine and it's all done in this small area. The guy's got two stills. Uh, actually his vodka was really good too. Uh, and one of them, uh, is just, he just makes all of his vodkas and gins in. And the other one was actually his whiskey making one and his barrels were all there and it's a big window and you look in there and that's all he has. That's how small of an operation it is. So, uh, he, we gave, he gave us the nickel tour. Uh, but if the owner was there, he said, uh, for 20 bucks, you get a tasting and a tour. Uh, oh, and a tour and a tour. So, uh, tour. these are nice guys down in Florida. And they said that one of the hardest things that, you know, about this, um, is the heat and the humidity, uh, which can, it, it'll make the whiskey age faster. It doesn't always mean it makes it as good. So if it's a three-year-old whiskey that ages faster because it's warmer and more humid in a year and a half, that doesn't mean that it's better because the whole whiskey going in and out of the oak staves and the charcoal and the staves and stuff is all part of the process. And if it's sped up, uh, it's not contracting and retracting as much. Does that make sense? So you're not getting the full mm -hmm. flavor necessarily, but I didn't find this lacking that much anyways. I thought it was actually pretty good. So this is a loggerhead mm. uh, distillery, uh, Florida raised and distilled corn, barley, wheat. Um, oh, and that's the other thing too, is that it's, it's sort of rye, it's wheat. So it's, uh, you'll, you'll taste that it's weeded kind of like what the rebel was, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah. let's smell it. A little sniffy, sniffy. Mm. Oh, bourbon. I love bourbon. Yep. Bourbon. I love it. And it does have a sweetier smell. That nutty t smells in there as well. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Cheers. Getting a lot of effervescence off it. Oh. More so than some. It's brighter. It's really brighter like getting up my nose. nose. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, slurpy, mm. slurpy. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> That's weak. <laughs> Real light. Light tasting. Yeah. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good. It's more savory than I thought it would be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I was actually kind of quite surprised for how small of an operation. Yeah. Kind of reminds me if I distilled something in my garage. Yeah. You know? It is a little bit hot. Yeah. It's like, 80 proof. But, but not, not uncomfortably hot. Yeah. Not like uh, some of them that just burn. Like it's got a bit of a burn all the way from the tongue down, down the esophagus. But is that the right word? I think so. We'll take it. It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would drink this. I mean, I am drinking it, but yeah, you I wouldn't, wouldn't be disappointed if I ordered this and I didn't know that this was if I didn't know anything about it and this is what I got, I'd be happy. <clears throat> now, typically, what I find from some younger distilleries like this and ones that. Uh, maybe aren't aging their whiskey for very long because they need to, you know, do some production. I find that uh, I get a lot of oak barrel, mm. a ton of oak barrel in my bourbon, which is fine. I like that. This one, I don't do you, find a lot of oak barrel in this. No. How do you, do you think that's because of the shorter aging process or different barrels they use? Like what, what drives that? Well, I think first. They added oak flavor. I think first. The wheat helps this a lot, makes it lighter, sweeter mm -hmm. on the palate. I think second, I think, yes, I think 
because of the heat and the humidity, uh, it's not soaking in all the um, different chemicals from the oak. And mm-hmm. when I say chemicals, I don't mean like unnatural chemicals. I mean like the the natural yeah, like the compounds. The- yeah, compounds in the wood of the yeah. oak. So I think that's why the, too. The sap, the the flavors that yeah. Yeah. So so there not all chemicals been, are bad, you GMO ding dongs. <laughs> well, uh GMOs are bad. Uh <laughs> however, uh there have always been distilleries. This is like kind of like the holy grail of like can we age this quicker to get our product out faster? Mm-hmm. Right? Because if they if someone yeah. can if someone could figure that out. Well then, hot damn! They could be making some money, mm-hmm. make a, an outstanding, award-winning product, and do it do in it half the time. That's the most expensive part of making liquor: is the aging. Yes, yes, it's like having that's just floor space. It's just sitting here. Same with beer. Yeah. When you're making beer, the fermentation space is the most expensive part. It's just the, sitting there, the storage. It's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like having a car on a on a on a used car lot that you can't mm-hmm. sell. That that space, that small little space, it, it's taking up rent, and mm-hmm. it's not paying, you know. So it's it's yeah. a waste of money. So it's sucking you dry, yeah. not in the good way. Well, it's way. like the the Southwest model is like any minute the plane is not flying is a minute that we're not making money on that plane. Yeah, that's why they do such quick turns. That's their whole uh, their whole stick. And you, we probably brought this up before, but like you're talking about speeding up the process, and there are things you can do in on the beer side to speed up the process, and there's one very famous one um the is it i think it's is it bud that likes to tout being beechwood aged yes yeah so it's like this marketing campaign because it sounds cool and people are like oh yeah beechwood that's fancy but the reality is beechwood adds almost no flavor to the beer at all it just creates surface area for the yeast to propagate and eat sugar so the so it helps speed up the fermentation process interesting but some clever marketing person decided to say it out loud and yeah. people are like, oh yeah, Beachwood Whoa, Aged. Oh, Beachwood Aged. That's that's great. It's classy. Yeah. It's Beachwood Aged. Hey, is your beer Beachwood Aged? Why are you drinking that swill then? Yeah, I know. People have no taste. Yeah, they can't taste Beachwood. Nope. nope. But it's in there. You remember the you remember the bitter beer face commercials? Yes. Those were my favorite. Mine I didn't too. even drink beer when those came out, and yes. I thought they were hilarious. I also thought the is or it? no, it, no, it was a uh, bitter beer new. face. It wasn't one of the big three. It was somebody else knew knew something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Are you looking it up? I am. <laughs> Keystone Light. Oh, that's right. It was Keystone. <laughs> the guy drinks it. And his whole face like caves in. <laughs> it's He's so got weird. Bitter beer face. <laughs> bitter beer face. Which is even funnier when you consider that, like. The big three yellow beers are not bitter. Is Keystone even around? I don't know. Keystone Light was big time. Was it? I thought so. We're going to look it up. Keystone, Keystone Distillery. Keystone Light. <laughs> yeah, refreshing beer. Yeah, Keystone Light. Only the smooth shall pass. <laughs> it's like my turds. Here we go. I love it. Oh, nice. That's a good That's a good image. <laughs> Enough Keystone Light, and yeah. your turds will be smooth. Only the smooth will pass. <laughs> That's only 100 calories per can. Well, hot it's, damn. It's diet beer. Smooth is in our nature. There's a lot of poop jokes. 
It really uh-huh. is a lot of poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our core. Oh, this is funny. I searched Keystone Pier and the the first question that Google brought up were, are cores and Keystone the same pier? Are they? Well, they may, while Keystone Light and Coors Light may be related, they are not identical. And while much of the evidence points to the possible correlation of Coors Light and Keystone Light, even the non-corporate experts claim the rumor to be an urban legend. That's hilarious because they're owned by Miller Coors. So. Yeah, as of February 8th, 2006. Yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they're the same beer now. <laughs> yeah. What, so what I'm thinking is that if anyone out there is drinking Coors Light, I'd like to do, we should do a taste test of, God, if light beer. I freaking hate light beer. I, yeah, let's I do, do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. You know what's the best part about tasting beers that you hate? You're very subjective. Yes, that's no, true. Objective. 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 Yeah. Not subjective. You're very objective. Because you're objectifying it. Well, you just hate them all. Because you're a beerist. Yep. I mean, once you get the hate, the disgust out of your mouth, then, <laughs> then you can move on. <laughs> the hate. <laughs> Freaking hate you, beer. Oh, my gosh. All right, what's so, next? Oh, so uh, so then on our oh, yes. Florida tour, we actually ended up in St. Augustine the next day. Uh, we walked around beautiful Spanish town, uh, ancient Spanish town, and we went to a real cool restaurant called The Ice House. It's a little off the beaten path or off the, the main path of St. Augustine. It's kind of over by the college, uh, Flagler College. And <clears throat> uh, behind this great restaurant called the Ice House is the distillery, St. Augustine Distillery. We did not take the tour, but we did go in there after we were done eating and had some fantastic old-fashioned at the Ice House. Uh, and I did all of their uh, their whole thing of um, – they also did vodkas and gin at St. Augustine Distillery, but – um, this is the one that both Dana and I liked. I also liked their single malt, but this one, uh, came in a smaller bottle as well. So this is an award-winning Florida straight bourbon finished in port wine barrels. Uh, and they, the barrels come from their neighbors at San Sebastian winery. Um, so, uh, we'll pour a little in our glass here. It's got a really beautiful, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know, red, orangey red color. It's really pretty. It's different than what the bourbon was. Yeah, it's much darker. Yeah. Oh, and the smell is off the charts. Mm. Much more fruity. A lot more fruit in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, savory too on the smell. Mm-hmm. So this is 102 proof. Um, they suggested neat or in a Manhattan. And it's, uh, it ahead. smells a little like, um, like dried dates, okay, like a yeah. dried dark fruit. Oh, I thought you like, meant like a, like, like an old, old person, lady, that like, you, gran- like grandma, like at grandma the at the drive-in and you took yeah. her on a date and you're tastes like, like oh, this tastes like old dates. Oh, do you have a doily? I can put my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my Coke on. Oh, is your doily or dental dam? Yeah. You want to put your doily over my doily? My dilly. <laughs> Take your teeth out, Granny. Oh, that's gross. That's, dude, too far. <laughs> just, John, just edit that out. John, nope, we don't edit anything out. That's no, going I into the out internet night. archive. No, that's great. All right. <laughs> gross. Sorry, Helen. It, uh, <laughs> this is episode 58, John Molests an Old Lady. 
John, if you have a problem with what I just said, contact me at that John guy. Yeah. John gets a, a gummy. Hotmail. That's what it's going to be. It's John gets a gummy. I don't know. That's terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, man. That cheers. Has never happened. We have to drink this. And maybe someday when I'm old, <clears throat> I might get lucky. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> then it's okay. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. Full flavored. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Creamy. There's like some black pepper. Yeah, black pepper for sure. Yeah. Caramely, the vanilla, the, the oak is here. So what mm-hmm. was missing in that other bourbon is here. Yeah. It's so, almost like almost salty. <clears throat> oh, yes. Not, not not quite, but like the finish. Yeah, the definitely yeah. has this. You're right. That's good, man. Oh, that's great. Whew. Oh, this is so. This is why Dan and I lot, like this one. It's got a lot of burn to it. If I'm being honest, I don't mind it. I know you don't. That's because you're gross. <laughs> gross. Oh, sorry. I edit that one out too. Oh, I love you, Wes. You're the best. I got two stories. So the lady or the young lady that uh, was giving us the all the tastings of this uh, was so disinterested in, in doing the tasting. Uh, actually the guy at loggerhead uh, distillery, he was fantastic. He was chatty. He was personable. He, he actually knew what he was talking about. Um, as a matter of fact, this kid kept coming in. Uh, do you know the Jacksonville Jaguar uh, quarterback? Uh, oh God. No, he's got he's got that interesting face. He's got like a really long face. Um, oh they, yeah, uh, uh, oh god, it's that kid's name. He's got long hair, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence. The, Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I was so, going to say Trent Matthews, but that's not him. It's so a different person. these two couples walk by the distillery, and the guy stops. What he's saying to me, and he goes, "I swear to God, that's Trevor Lawrence." I swear every time I see this dude walk by the last two days, it's Trevor Lawrence. And they came in and, and they came in, this is their second time in. And mm-hmm. the guy, the guys tell me before they come in, he goes, I checked his ID and it, it, his ID did not say Trevor Lawrence. He goes, but he's the same height and the same age as Trevor Lawrence on his ID. Like probably has a fake ID. No shit. Wouldn't you? Yes. If you're famous like that. Right. Yeah. So we, so they, they come in, and I pull up a picture and I look at the guy, look at that. And I look at the, the bartender and he goes, see, and the, and, and the guy starts laughing because I'm not, I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, are you sure, dude? And I showed Dana and she goes, oh my God, you're like his clone. She goes, you look exactly <laughs> like him. And he goes, it's not me. And his friends were like, it's not him. You know, and, and he was <laughs> like, with that all the time. He was like with some basic people. Like he wasn't with football guys, but he was a tall I mean, he looked exactly like him. I wish I would have yeah. taken a picture with him. And we kind of joked about that, too. We are like, you should just sign mm-hmm. your, your Trevor Lord's name and just <laughs> or your name in a scribbly yeah, but you way. Change it. You yeah. should change it to, like, Tyler Lawyer or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, close but not close. And somebody's going to try to sell that. Yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? What are you doing? Oh, dude, it was so funny. That but the girl at St. Augustine Distillery couldn't give a rat's ass about talking to us about the. 
and I, I love it. and that was really frustrating to me. Uh, and I asked her like some specific questions. She's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, she wouldn't talk to you. It wasn't about this specific instance. She just didn't want to have a conversation with you. She just didn't want to be customer service oriented. Yeah, you're in the wrong job at all. You know, here's people that are having a good time. They're they're drinking and buying alcohol, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah. I, I do. So I I try I try to give people the benefit of the doubt unless it's happened more than once. If it happens twice, then it's them. The first time. Like at Providence Brewing, I was in there one time and uh, the gal that was working the counter, I just think she was having a bad day. This is the first time I'd interact with her. She didn't seem too interested in helping me. You are a uh, sweetheart. But she did. Well, and and the reason I do that is because like, I know people have bad days and sometimes it's just annoying to have to deal with people that are being chipper or, or drunk. And I've been back in and she's worked and she's great. I So I like it. In my mind, it's been confirmed. She was just having a bad day, and I, and sometimes it's really hard to fake, fake nice when True. you really don't want to. And in a place like that, where it's like one, maybe two people working at a time, most of the time it's like a bartender and the owner. Yeah, uh, like you have to work. Nobody else is gonna. There's nobody to cover for you, and sometimes you have to suck it up. And it's tough to like pretend when you're in a real shit mood. That's true. So I give people the, the benefit of the doubt. I like people generally. Well, that's good. I got told today at, at work, there's, we were talking about one of our supplier owners. There's this guy who, who runs a fairly sizable company, and he always wears Hawaiian shirts. And he's really nice. I've, I've met him a few times, and he's, he's super nice. And I said something like, I think I want to be his friend. And then Dave, who's on my team, goes, I think you want to be everybody's friend. <laughs> and I said something about, well, people are nice, and I want to be people's friends. I want to be friends with people who are nice, people except are nice. for people who aren't nice, and I don't want to be friends with them. That's funny. That's it. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Apparently, I I, I, have, I put off this vibe about wanting to know people and be friends with people. I don't. I don't know. That's, that's nice, though. That's, think, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I know. I think that's a great. I think that's. Uh, I'm a lovely human being. I think it's a great way to be. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes I feel like a golden retriever. Just happy about everything. Have you ever taken that personality test? What dog are you? Yeah. Uh, I have not. The most recent one I did was what Ted Lasso character Yeah, I know we talked about that on the last That's it. (laughs) I don't ever take those, so I have no idea. Okay. What's your love language? Sex. Sex. Actually, that is kind of my love language. Intimacy. If people say, you know, oh, thank you a lot or something like that, I just, it doesn't hit me. Uh, intimacy. Uh, gifts. Mm-hmm. I, gifts don't even do it for me. Like, you buy yeah, me gifts something. Gifts not for me. I just, okay, I get my own stuff. I just, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's not. I don't, yeah, I don't need things. <clears throat> yeah. But I touch. Touch is, touch is important yeah. to me. I'm a physical touch person, too. Yeah. So, well, that's probably why. You know, we like touching each other when we're yeah, we around. Yeah, we get around and hug. Is that why you scoop my Oh, my, my God. I missed you so much. And then you're in and my I, house. I know. And, then and I just was like grabbing on. all over you. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, my buddy's here. No, it's It was a weird. lot. I love you. Shut up. <laughs> no, I love you. Liked it. It's good. I just missed it's you good. so much. It had been so I, long. I know. And I just want, I couldn't believe that you're in my house. I was like I, the coolest I, thing I get in the this a lot. World. A lot of people are really surprised when I show up. I know because, because you were around a lot and then you weren't anymore. So I it's know. kind of like saying like, oh my God, my friend's back. Well, I know this house for sale down the street. You can move here. Yeah. Providence is all right. I think you actually might like it. That's 
That's uh, that's actually the state uh, or the city motto or that area motto. Providence is it's, all right. It's okay. Actually, do you know what the city motto <laughs> it's is? It's okay. What? They're, the city motto is hilarious. What the, is the, the city seal yeah. says, what cheer? What chair? Like, what cheer? Cheer. You know, like like cheer, cheering on. It's like, what cheer? Question mark. Why? Like, what cheer? We make fun of it because it sounds really, it's just like, this place is depressing as fuck. <laughs> That's what it sounds like in like today's, what the way you would, you would hear today, but it actually goes way back to uh, um, a greeting that the local Native Americans would use mm-hmm. that roughly translates to what's the cheery news for today. Yeah. Or of today. Oh. And it's been shorted to, yeah, so it's like, hi, what's going on? It's kind of like that. Yeah. So it like ended hey, up what's as up? a Providence state motto, what cheer? Uh, and so I read Debbie and I use it as like, that's like our saying now. Anytime we're like something is like, wah, wah. We're like, garbage, what cheer? Work, what cheer? <laughs> what cheer? <laughs> what cheer? <laughs> Pretty much. Go Providence. Well, back to Florida. I did want to say... um, not this is no slight on the people that you met and the and the distilleries that are there, but currently in the current state of Florida, I will not give them my money. Uh-oh. I don't want them to have my tax money because Uh-oh. they are doing some super shitty things to their people in their own state. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The the people in control are doing awful things to restrict personal freedoms and maintain power, and I just think it's fucked up. And so I don't want to give them tax dollars. All right. That's great. So there you go. All right. I don't. So I don't I would care to, necessarily. I mean, as long as it doesn't I, infringe on. It's on, not going to uh, infringe on yours because you're living here. But like the fact that they. Oh, I feel like my there are lots of rights here in Washington that are well, sure, infringed but like, on. But like, so there's this like talking point that the Democrats are trying to take away everybody's books, except in Florida they're actually taking away books, and it's not Democrats that are doing it. They're banning entire libraries of books because they might be suggestive. And the thing that really bugs me is that I don't understand how, like, you're so afraid that your child might get exposed to, like, the tiniest bit of thing, and that's a horrible, like, if you talk about two boys holding hands, well, they can't be exposed to that because it might turn them gay. It's like, what... Weak-ass-minded kids are you raising that they can't be exposed to something that is slightly controversial without you know worrying that it's going to turn them into something that you don't like? It just it drives me nuts. Like a lot of the stuff that they're banning is not even controversial in any way. They just don't want people reading it. I do appreciate that there's a group that's now like like the only book now that is allowed in most libraries is the Bible. And there is a group that's like using the law against the Bible too. And I don't think the Bible should be out of the libraries. But if you're going to ban Catcher in the Rye, yes, the Bible is way worse when it comes to explicit violence and sex. And like, like, give me a break. Is Catcher on the Rye on the list? I don't know about this list. Uh, well, it's like every book. It, like parents can submit books to be reviewed. And if they get submitted, then they get pulled from the shelves while they're being reviewed. And there are libraries where all of the books have been completely removed out of fear of being prosecuted on because some parent didn't like what you decided was going to share with the kids, which I think is horseshit, honestly. Well, I think we go, I think we, the pendulum swings on both sides, right? So we go to mass extremes um, and nowhere in the middle is there any 
uh, nuance on those kind of things. So, I'm, well, the kind I'm, of things that I I just don't like that people are so afraid of being exposed to something that is contradictory to their personal beliefs. I think that if I don't think uh, I think if the parents are the ones that are exposing their kids to these things or being able to talk about these things and not the schools. I think that's one thing. I think that's fine. I think parents should have conversations with their kids well, about yeah, these absolutely. situations as they come up. I don't think the school should have carte blanche control over your kids. And I, I, no. I am leery of any state or any state law that says that they have, they have every right to protect your kids from you. If you disagree with certain social things. Um, I, I just, I, cause it, all it tells me is what I've always known is that your kids don't belong to you. They belong to the state. Well, yeah. So nobody's saying that your kids, th- like, that's not the issue. They're not like trying to like, that's the narrative that is being pushed is that they're trying to like, uh, indoctrinate your kids into doing something that you don't want them to do. Um, like trying to turn them gay or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. At the same time, those same people are indoctrinating their kids in another set of beliefs, which is fine. You're the parent that gets to do that. The same people who want don't want their kids being indoctrinated in schools want those schools to indoctrinate other people's kids into their way of believing. That's where it, where it really bothers me. It's it's very one-sided and it goes both directions. It's like the Christmas thing that we started out talking about like this idea that we can't say merry christmas is horseshit. Yeah. Like, I'm not religious, but what does it hurt for me? Like, if I don't believe in it and somebody wants to say it to me, why should I care? Why is it so egregious that somebody says Merry Christmas to me uh, because I don't believe that Christ was real? Yeah. Like, it's just stupid. It's yeah. such a dumb thing yeah, to why should plant it your flag you? on. I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, <clears throat> they're just doing a lot of... I, I can tell that really grinds your gears. They're doing a lot of shitty things to people. And it's not just like the books. It's like the LGBT community. And they're like, they're doing things that disenfranchise voters. And it just, it's, it's, okay. So here's one that you probably would agree with. They're trying to pass a law now that says that the state legislature doesn't have to be transparent about what they're doing. They can pass laws without telling people what those laws are. You think I would agree with that? No, I think you would agree that that's fucked up. Yeah, that's totally fucked up. Yeah. Our, so, states, our like, state does a, a, a similar thing. Washington does a similar thing to that. They do know, late night shady. sessions where no one can, where no one knows what's going on. And, or mm-hmm. Inslee just recently, he closed down the legislation for the public to come in while he pushed the AR-15 ban on guns and stuff for two days. I mean, he just, so no one could come in. No one could protest. He just shut it down. Mm-hmm. No one's going to go in there and shoot him. Dumbass. No, that's a that's a weird argument. Yeah. So just stuff like that. It's like, why? These are public spaces. Like I pay for this fucking shit to go in here. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you work for me. And I think that's I think that's one of the biggest problems that we need to grasp in this country is that these people work for us. They work for us. Well, yes. We and don't that work is also, for them. That is also part of the problem, is that these these people get in power and then they figure out ways to stay in power, even though it doesn't match the will of the people that they're supposed to be representing. Yes. So like gerrymandering is a perfect example of that. You get in power, you change the map so you can stay in power. It's like the Republicans have not won the popular vote for president in like 30 years. 
but we've had Republican presidents. So how is, is, how is this actually a democracy if the person in charge does not reflect the actual will of the voters? So you don't like the electoral? electoral? No, I don't. I think it gives too much power to very few. And it doesn't actually accurately, like, if we want to be a democracy, it should be every vote counts. And like, we've talked about this before, in Washington state, every vote doesn't count. Because it's a blue state. It's a tried and true blue state. It will always go always to the Democrat. And so if you're a Republican in Spokane, (sighs) your vote doesn't matter. But I also think the mail-in voting is just rife with fraud. Mm, That's a whole other topic. I I I think it's too easy to have lots of fraud with mail-in voting. Okay. So <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a big topic. Yes. I could see where it's coming from, but the points where people are saying this m- must be fraud, every instance of fraud that they found is a Republican. That's one thing. But then they're like, well, this person still fraud, right? It is fraud. Yeah. Okay. But it's, but it's like less than a tiny percentage of the total it's not enough to change an election. But what was it prior? The amount of fraud? Yeah. Just similar rates. So I don't know that. Voter, voter fraud just doesn't really happen. Not, not in a way that it's like proliferated. And then the arguments that people make, like with Donald Trump, he kept trying to say that there was fraud, 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 except <clears throat> people would not vote for him that voted for all the other Republicans. So... What's the fraud? Well, I mean, like, it, I is, you know, it's like you don't get to you don't get to like pick one of the votes out of the fifteen votes that a person made on their one ballot and decide that one was fraudulent, but the rest are they're good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, it's a, I, I it's it's, a, it's such a convoluted thing because it is. I have conversations with people at work about this, and some are conservative leaning, some are liberal leaning, and. Uh, what's funny is the information that they get, the the places that they get their information from, are they lean in those directions as well, mm-hmm. and so they only get half the picture. So if we actually sure. it, during lunchtime, if we sat down and said, "Well, what is your what does your site say?" and then mm-hmm. we'll say, "Well, what our site says," somewhere in the middle is the truth, mm-hmm. right? So so to me, I see it as uniparty. Right, the the Republican Democrat is is a game. It's red versus blue. I always think that way. Um, I always think that you're just you're picking, you're really picking the same side, but they want you to be angry that it's that other fucking side that's doing this to us. Oh, that's exactly right. You know, and the more polarizing you can get. Yeah, I mean the straight like, and gay thing. You know, all these fucking straight white cis men are doing all this shit to these black queer people. You know, they're just making you hate the other. Mm-hmm. They're not actually trying to bring you together. They're trying to make you hate the other. They're trying to make you see uh, a non-person because it's easy to hate a non-person. Mm-hmm. Well, um, a lot of it's fear-based. Yes, like, like be afraid of that person. Yeah, uh, which polarizes you in more because now you're in like fight or flight mode. Yeah, and there are some and people to be afraid of. I mean, there are people yeah, who manipulate are. things. So there certainly are. <clears throat> but you have to have critical thinking and suss those people out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well, that was good. Yeah, I don't, I don't conv- condone violence against anyone. That is, uh, oh, you got oh, fire. My, uh, I think it's just doing a test. I probably got a text message about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I just want to make very clear. Like, I don't condone violence 
in any way against anybody. And I think so often that's the direction it goes. And I just, I just hate it. It's disgusting. It's like, this is the hard part about like not wanting to support Florida. Like I actually have nothing against Floridians. I'm sure the people you met in the distilleries are great. I just don't want to give that government my taxes. Yeah. I would be happy to buy, like if I could go to a neighboring state and buy their liquor, I would be happy to do it. But I just like Florida's just doing a lot of shitty things right now that I disagree with. I just don't want to give them my money. Well, I mean, lots of good people who need the tax money. So I, uh, maybe they can sell it to me on a boat. <laughs> we'll just get one of those Mississippi <laughs> river boats and take it offshore. Mississippi woman. Yep. Uh, well, anyways, our topic tonight, that was a good, uh, that was a, I like the, that was a good grind my gears. I, segment I digress. That you did there. That was good. Uh, what do I got for that? I have this. I love two things. Okay. Air horn was right. for the grinding gear thing. So, um, oh, okay. Our, our, it means it's over. It means it's over. Uh, drinking customs. That's that was supposed to be our topic tonight. Yeah, John, do you have do you have any drinking customs? What's your favorite drinking custom? Uh, well, I grew up Mormon, so I don't really. I like. I like the history of drinking and how different customs came to be. I, and I generally, I, I think those traditions that came out of some sort of actual necessity, I find fascinating. So like, uh, long story short, beer is really interesting. Uh, it created a way for people to have safe, long stored calories. So like, it's a way that you can oh, yeah. store your, the, the nutrition in your grain without it spoiling. Um, and so, like in Germany, they would make their beers, they'd store them in caves. And then at the end of the growing season, they needed to make room for more beer. So they would drink all the beer that was left in a big party. And that's where Oktoberfest comes from. I think that's an awesome tradition that came out of a necessity. Yeah. No, that is so, a great one. I think that's fantastic. If and there's you, a lot like, there's a lot of examples like that. If you were to create your own drinking tradition, <clears throat> What would that be? What would that look like? Oh, I don't know. Like if 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 everyone went to the Harrison house, uh, we always have this tradition, everybody, at our house, uh, that before we take a drink, we always do... Um, <laughs> Coke. Okay. We always no, do... that's not it. Coke. <laughs> uh, so snort yeah, a line no, and toss it back. I have no idea. I like... Like... Saying cheers or prosts or salute, like that's a tradition. That's a long-term tradition that has um, some some interesting history as well. I, I mean, it's somebody else's tradition, but I love cheersing. I think it's a great one. Yeah. And I think it should should continue on. I feel it makes, like especially now when we're so disconnected, even when people are in our own house, some people are like hesitant to hug or if you're sure. out at a bar, uh, like it just gives you a little bit of a connection with somebody. Let me slosh my just, spit into your glass while yeah. you slosh it into mine. I'm just bumping uglies out in the, <laughs> out in the real world. I think I think it's I think one of the cool things about Cheers is also the it's like when you play on a team and everyone puts their hand in and they yeah. say go team. There's a mm -hmm. it's a unifying thing. We're oh, all yeah. in it together. What if every time we had a political discussion, uh -huh. you had to cheers first? Yes, I think that's great. Like. You were all on the same page, even yeah. though we disagree. How about we all say like "fuck the government" every time we cheers, and then we talk about yeah, the but, government. But but they fixed that pothole at the West Seattle Bridge, so now they're my friends. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Nope. They should have fixed that <laughs> two fucking years ago. That's so. How funny. long did you have to check that ramp out? Ugh, stupid. I know. Sorry, well, that's a different. We drove different over thing. it today. Uh, Nathan and I did, and uh, Nathan goes, "Didn't they fix all this?" I was like, "No, they didn't fix this." Nope, part. they just patched it. Yeah. Well, so what would your what would you do? What like I didn't expect this question, so I haven't really I thought long and hard about it. I know I did. I did put you on the spot. Um, but it's a good question. Like, do you, have you thought about this? What your tradition would be? I I think I think it'd be fun to come up with a meaningful, like, um, not like a limerick, but like a meaningful saying. You know, mm. you know, may your yeah, may your dick be long and your testicle saggy or something like that. You know, something something that it uh, <laughs> that doesn't apply to everyone. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Let's move on. May your cheeks be red <laughs> and your uh, ass be tingly. I don't know. Something, something like. Also, man, you are bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have to be a group effort of brainstorming. I, it yeah. couldn't obviously be left up to me. I think I would ruin this. Um, yes. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's almost kind of like uh, you know, something that might be meaningful to just. Because uh, when you're drinking, you're drinking with friends and family, right? So something meaningful to the reason why you're gathered. Like right now, my dad is saying a lot of to your mom every time we cheers. Mm-hmm. To your mom. Um, yeah. And that's just a way of just just thinking of mom while we're, uh, you know, toasting. We're toasting to her. We're saying, sure. you know, we're thinking of her, uh, that we miss her. Um, so something like that, something that has maybe some long-term meaning. You know, and that every, I, I think it would be fun if every family had their, you know, it's almost like having a family mm. crest. We have a family toast. Yeah. I think our toast in our household would be something to the effect of, uh, here's to the family we choose. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because our family is n- like the people that we, that we call day to day family. I mean, our families are family and we love them definitely, but we also consider some really close friends family. Yeah, and we really appreciate you included you and your family. We consider yeah. you family, Me and too. so it would be like, and we chose to have you in our lives. We get to choose some of our family, which is really, I think, important to us. And you think about like my relationship with Tate, Helen, you know, and and all of that is very complicated, but it's a relationship that we choose. Yeah, which I think is really important. Yeah. I don't think we give enough credit or pay enough attention to the people that are in our lives. Uh, and it just shows that appreciation and that love. That's like beyond just a, a casual hangout friend. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Well, there are, I know, I know you do. I said it and it was good. There are customs. That's right. Uh, that other countries kind of do perform. And so I wanted to run through a couple of these that I found. Mm. Um, so the first is Japan. Uh, so in Japan, it's customary to pour drinks for other people rather than you pour your own drink. So it's also considered a rude to drink before a toast has been made. And mind you, a cheers is a toast. Um, you know, but you know, saying mm-hmm. anything, you know, saying you know to you or to thank you for being here, um, you know, it's almost kind of like praying before a meal if you mm-hmm. really want to think about it that way. And I guess maybe even a yeah. toast could be a prayer. Yeah, you know. Uh, in Russia, Russians often toast with vodka. 
Uh, Woodka. And Woodka. And it's customary to, to take the entire shot in one go. That's, that is also a thing in most places, right? Don't. Well, that's a shot. shot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's additionally, it's common to clink glasses before drinking. That's a lot of places. And I, and I think we pick this up along the way from different cultures, the things that we even do now. Uh, Mexico, it's tequila, and they usually do it with salt and a slice of lime. And we've all done that, the sprinkled mm-hmm. salt on your um, on your thumb or in that little that little area there. What do, you, what do we call that area between your, your pointer finger and your thumb? That's your taint. Okay. On your finger taint. You put a little salt there, and then you suck on a slice of lime. No idea. Uh, South Korea, it's customary to pour drinks for others. So the same thing. It must be a, a Eastern thing, uh, Eastern Asian thing. It's oh, yeah. also considered Never polite. Never pour your own drink in Korea. Yeah. It's also considered polite to hold your glass with both hands when receiving a drink from someone <gasps> older or of a higher status. Oh. Is that why Donald Trump does it? No, he doesn't. Two-handed, he's, he's an old man. Oh, because we get, just a we could talk about why, <laughs> why we force people into fucking retirement at sixty-five years old, but we'll we'll let the eighty-nine-year-old run the fucking country. I know, seriously, I, it drives me nuts. We're gonna end up with a fucking Biden-Trump rematch Ugh. that nobody wants. Ugh. I don't want any of it. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't want it. Uh, let's see, India. Uh, in India, it's customary to drink chai, a spiced tea, throughout the day. Do they drink alcohol in India? No, alcohol's illegal in Muslim in countries, India. but they're not Muslim; they're Hindu. Uh, well, they're part Muslim. Okay, there's a lot of Muslim influence there. Yeah, uh, and you, you're supposed to offer guests a cup of chai as a gesture of hospitality. Uh, Italy, it's customary to enjoy an aperitif before dinner, such as Campari or Aperol spritz. It's also common to enjoy a glass of wine with dinner. Um, I don't drink a lot of wine these days anymore. Mm. It's a lot more brown than red. Oh, just did a quick fact check, and I think it is now legal to drink alcohol in India. Oh. Oh, oh it's prohibited in certain states. So they have, they have dry states. Or provinces. I think they have provinces. Uh, some are total bans. Some have drinking ages of 21 or up to 25. Uh, interesting. It seems like a very complex yeah. drinking law situation. But India is an interesting country too because North India and South India are very different places. Yeah. Like Southern India is very westernized. It's very... Ooh, you got a thing to play? Hold on. I'm getting a call. Is it the fuzz? Yeah. Hey. Hello? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, Max. How's it going, buddy? Is that Max? It's Max. <laughs> hey, Max. <laughs> Max, I you're on I sort of live. Yeah, hey. you're you're on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hi, I gotta guys. I gotta play How your. How you doing? How's the podcast going? Good. I gotta play your jingle. Hold on one second. Questions with Max. There you go. It's questions with Max. <laughs> so silly. It's awesome. Uh, Max, oh, since you are the, actually the only foreign person I know, congratulations. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Oh, yeah. Do I get a medal? Uh, I can. I can maybe make you maybe find a medal mm. for you. 
Do you need a medal? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's not the Special Olympics. No, uh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. It's not the Special <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> I mean, you're special. <laughs> so we're talking that about... sounds way worse than you probably... Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm on a roll today. I'm having sex with old people. <laughs> I'm insulting everybody. Okay. And now I'm, I'm on your radar. Women. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, we're talking about uh, drinking <laughs> customs. And as my German neighbor, uh, I was wondering what is, you might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but even if you have, let's reiterate it. What are German drinking customs that you can think of? German uh, drinking customs. Yeah. That is a good one. So you probably know the one where you like um, put a hole in a can. No. Um, That's a German tradition? No. Shotgunning a beer? That sounds very American. I don't know if it's it's necessarily a German tradition, but we definitely did that a lot when we were younger and tried to get drunk as fast as we could. That is an underage drinking tradition. Kids don't try that at home. Yeah, so that's Mm. the one thing I could think of. So you you basically take a can of beer and... With uh, with a key or something, you punch a hole in like the lower part of the side of the beer can, and then uh, hold it against your mouth, and then open the beer can. So basically, yes. the whole can just in a matter of seconds empties in your mouth. Thank you. Um, Thank you for describing shotgunning. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but are there oh, like are see. there like cultural traditions, cultural drinking traditions? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so non-party traditions, just cultural traditions. Yeah, cultural traditions. Like, what I, what's polite I, German behavior when uh, drinking? Um, you you definitely want to wait if you get a round of new beers. You definitely want to wait um, before you start your beer until everyone is there and you you cheers. Um, or, you know, say prost to each yeah. other yep. before mm-hmm. you start the beer. It would be very impolite uh, if, you, if you started. Um, then you definitely want, I don't know if it's that's like a tradition or something, but you definitely want like the crown. We call it the crown, like the top of the, the foam on yeah. the beer. Yeah. Unlike, you know, the British ones. And uh, when it comes to drinking traditions, I think, it's so different to to the parts you are in Germany. Like, it depends on what kind of beer you drink. So, uh, if you live uh, near Cologne, um, you would always buy like one one guy would buy um, the whole like the ring of beers, like the smaller beers, and mm. then drink it. And then the next one would order next. So, and you would um, until like basically everyone that you're drinking with had ordered one round for oh, that's a good for rule. everyone. Everyone you would stop drinking around. before that. That's how you keep your friend group small. Yeah. yeah. So you can get yeah. home. Yeah. So with Only coach, have two friends. Know, they, 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 they... <laughs> well, you know, then you start out over. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's okay. So uh, this There's thing, no I, I did a quick round to you. I did a quick Google thing and tell me if this is true. It says that in France and Germany, it's believed that you should never break eye contact while sharing a toast with others. If you do, oh, if you yeah, blink, you look means, away, it could mean seven oh, years oh. of bad luck or specifically bad luck in the bedroom. 
of course the Germans would add in the bedroom. Yeah, it, <laughs> attracts. Yeah, if you if you if you do the pros or the cheers and you don't look each other into the eye, it means you're gonna have bad sex. Basically, so that's an actual thing. Bad sex yeah, with the person is. you're making eye contact is. with, or bad sex in general? Yeah. No, it's just, no, no, no. In general, like if I'm looking person, at you, you in the eye. And we're saying prost. I I really don't want good sex with you, Max. I'd yeah. I'd rather have good sex in other. Do you want bad sex with me? Yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> you should rephrase. No, that I guess last. I don't. Want, you know, I don't want any sex with you. But I mean, you're a nice guy and all. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we got that straight. Yeah. Straight. No. 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 <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's too funny. <laughs> no, if if yeah, yeah, if if you break eye contact, it only means that you're gonna have that. Is that is that why the, the Germans invented Viagra? Because he kept toasting wrong. Uh, sorry, say that again, John. Is that is that why the Germans invented Viagra? Because they kept toasting wrong. Probably. They started looking <laughs> yeah, away, probably. and they just couldn't get it up. So they, to, you know. Yeah. Which, we, what's, we the, what's the German pharmaceutical company? Pfizer. Yeah, it's German. Yeah, that's it. Is Pfizer, it Pfizer did it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This all it's all starting to make sense. <laughs> uh Max, I had one more question for you. Uh okay, go ahead. You fly around the world, you gallivant around the world like a sailor going port to port. That's right. Uh and you drink with probably uh in different cultures, right? You drink it in different countries. Uh, is there any other country that stands out to you where you have to uh, of a drinking tradition of another country that stands out to you that you you had to make sure that you followed the rule? Huh. I am. That's a good question. I don't know actually. I remember a couple of drinking habits like that I found just nice. So for, I mean, Russia is not that popular at the moment, I know, but we had a couple of nights in Russia where they used to drink um, vodka with fresh um, grapefruit juice, Ooh. like freshly squeezed grapefruit juice. And I normally wouldn't do that, but it's so good. It's really good. But good. Like in, in terms of habits, because I'm a, probably an alien and, you know, just go there to drink. I don't know. It's more like the type of alcohol right, that that you drink there. That sure you get sort of um, yeah. You you kind of explore. Um, but um, what's the worst alcohol you've ever drank? When you when you've been gallivanting the globe, what's the worst alcohol you've ever had? <laughs> I think I. I <laughs> Know, the, I the answer is relationship. No, I would say Sambuca. No, oh, <laughs> that's like Sambuca. I don't either. Yeah, I'm with you yeah. on that one. It's it's uh, it. Yeah, it reminds me of a very bad night. And after that night, I was probably like 18 or something. I couldn't drink it for at least a decade. <laughs> Wait, so you liked it? <laughs> Even until you liked day, it before? Like, I I can. Uh, I didn't know better, I would say. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> so you are one in and your, done with the Sambuca. Yeah. In your teens, you kind of, you know, try to find out what you like, what you don't like, and then 
yeah, all of a sudden you just <laughs> go too far with one liquor, and then that liquor is probably ruined for the rest of your life, which is which mm-hmm. is for me sambuca, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but so other than that, I'm, I'm, yeah. No, finish your sentence. I'm sorry, I didn't mean there. There's a delay, so that's why we're kind of talking over each other. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm. You're reaching me in Buenos Aires. We just came back from an awesome, <laughs> I don't know what that is in town, but a 500 gram, so 500 gram, which is a, like a pound. Cocaine? A pound cocaine? Grams? Grams? Pounds of cocaine? What? And a bottle of a wonderful Malbec. And so, a Malbec? Um, oh. you, you caught me by surprise. We just talked about doing oh, coke yeah. and uh, throwing back a... A shot, so that's good. Hey, uh, isn't go isn't ahead. Brazil where all the uh, all the Nazis moved after the war? So there's probably really good beer there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they do, they do. But the red wine is much better. Oh, yeah. You need no, to bring some, you need to bring some think, Brazilian beer back. If only uh, he had a cargo plane, he could put it on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't tell anyone, but we try to smuggle some of that wonderful meat with us. But we see how that goes. Oh, nice! You just don't tell forty anyone. people. That's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, don't, Max, don't don't call customs, please. Yeah, Max. I really do appreciate uh, you know you being able to talk to us. Yeah, and and talk about that, and uh, I'm gonna let you go. But before I do, I got one last question: uh, Are you a spy? I've been asked that question too many times, and I try to tell people yes, so they don't think I am. So I can be secretly a spy, and nobody thinks I am. Does that make sense? That's a good cover. That's a good cover. I love you, man. Yeah, shady, See? super See? shady. I'm, 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 I, it's all about the confusion. It's that's all right. about the confusion, you know? A spy would say that. That's, that's a very spy answer. That's mm-hmm. good. Putin's listening. All right, man. Well, you have a safe trip home and I'll talk to you later. Okay. Talk to you later, Max. We will. Thank you. All you right. guys have a great night. It was good talking to you. You too. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. That's fun. He's so fun. I know. He's so good. He is. He's a good sport. He's a, he's a really great sport. I appreciate him so much. It really is. All right. Um, so we got that from, uh, from Max. And speaking of Brazil, it's customary to clink glasses before drinking and to say saúde, meaning health. Mm. It's also common to share a large pitcher of na, a cocktail made with shakasha, Sugar and lime. I don't know what any of those things are. I'm just reading this. Gosh, sugar and lime. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. Not weird. Uh, China, mm-hmm. again, Asian country, you pour drinks for others rather than pour your own drink and hold your glass with both hands to receive a drink from an older or higher status person. <clears throat> Remember that next time I pour for you, John. And in Ireland. Uh, <laughs> just barely. <laughs> so it's kind of like, eh. Uh, in Ireland, it's customary to enjoy a pint of Guinness at the pub, often con- accompanied by traditional Irish music. And a I really love that the Irish tradition is our tradition is that we drink and and sing. That's our tradition and sing. <laughs> and sing. I get the singing. That's fine. I just think it's funny. Yeah, traditional a, Irish drinking is drinking. We should come up with a uh, a balder beer bourbon balderdash song in an Irish tune. 
that uh you know when we drink we sing that'd be good right maybe i can hit up the dropkick murphy's they could write one for us that'd be nice yeah they just live right up the street but you're like what you're what what nationalities ease are uh white and i am i'm all of i am mostly welsh i believe okay english yeah like yeah the, the pasty whites all up to the bright whites and all the way to the right to the the vodka drinking whites. <sighs> yep. It's just all of those. We and should be a, called and the, for like our band should be moment, called I, the tidy whiteies. The t- <laughs> I don't think that's a good one. <laughs> Let's workshop that. Yeah. Skid marks. <laughs> for a brief second on my ancestry list it showed me as part Greek, like one percent Greek, and but that was like one time and then it disappeared. That's good. It's good. Well, hey, there's the many. Welsh. What, there's, the, what do the Welsh do? I don't know. I'll look it up. <laughs> what doesn't do, matter. What do the Welsh do? They do all the things. What they get drunk and they fight. The Welsh <laughs> do? Question mark. Uh, Welsh people. They're an ethnic group native to Wales. Mm-hmm. So you guys go. Yeah. And you splash around in the water. That's no. That's not it. What? I don't think that's what it is. Born in Wales. Are you not born in a whale? No, that's a different kind of whale. Don't dispel, buddy. <laughs> Ten customs oh. only the Welsh can understand. No, we're not we're not doing Co- this. Cookie policy. <laughs> I don't think that's one of them. Giving a spoon as a token of love. There you go. Great. <laughs> that was the sound of a whale right there. Celebrating beating the English in rugby. (laughs) Well, folks, thank you for listening to our nonsense. This has been episode 58 of Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. Balderdash. There you go. Good job. Uh, We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, We tried some live shit. Didn't work. Did Uh, not work. So we're going to work on that. And uh, hopefully it'll work later. And that won't piss me off. The alcohol really helped my mood. It certainly did. I wasn't bummed. I was happier. <laughs> Thank you to That's Max. That's because you're a happy drunk type. I, I guess so. Uh, thanks to Max for coming in and uh, talking to us about German and other nonsense drinking traditions. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Thank you. Just want to apologize for all the people I offended tonight. No, don't apologize. Offend away. It's free speech. Um, <laughs> and it's all, it's all in good humor. We don't mean any of a lot of this. Nope. We don't mean nope. any or a lot of this. Um, if you are feeling frisky and would like to send us funds, you can send it at fountain.fm where you can send us some satoshis. That's a Japanese word for money. So you can just go to fountain.fm and you can boost us. Leave us a comment. Uh, John and I love comments. We don't get them enough, which is why you don't hear them enough on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And by enough, that means never. Never. Except when Tim comes across the street and says hello. We like to talk to people that listen. Yeah, thanks to Tim and Trina. They still haven't donated, but they listen. Yep. And uh, And they're helping us get the bugs worked out. And they are helping us. So I guess in a way they are donating. They're donating their their time. time. And uh, for now, that's, that's all I got, John. Uh, I guess you and I got to think about some drinking traditions that we need to have, like a a saying before we say cheers. Mm-hmm. Yours is going to be better than mine. You're more creative. 
I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it will be. Anyways, I love well, you, brother. It's, not, it's definitely going to be the Tidy Whitey Band. <laughs> it's a good band name. <laughs> Tidywhitey.com. Let's see. Is anyone taking that yet? Hold on. We're man, gonna, man, meat. It says extra. <laughs> not the same thing. Uh, tidy. I'm sure someone has figured this out already. Yep. Tidy. Oh, fuck. I can't spell. Tidywhitey.coms. Podcast gold. Tidywhitey. Dot com. Oh, pictures this, of men in their underwear. Sorry, this domain is already taken, but tidywhitey.org is still available. What about .net? That's how you know you've made it if you have a .net address. Net. <laughs> no, uh, but get tidy whitey or tight many whitey or what are you tidy app whitey? Or... I'm on my work computer right now. I'm not searching any of these. <laughs> I'm on domain.com. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, tidywhitey.me. Tidywhitey me. That's a good one. All right. All right. Uh, I'm John. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Wes. And I'm Wes. You're, you're Wes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Cheers. Fuck. That's good. <laughs>